0: geo when you sign up and get two risk-free bets for up to two thousand dollars my name is mario teravasi joined as always by greg Boyson. a happy st patrick's day to you all for those uh celebrating i have a coffee to uh
1: <laughs> to i don't know that's a red cup red yeah, solo yeah. cup to, is that is that coffee? just to
0: ease the mind of all our viewers this is this is a coffee this is there
1: baileys in it an irish coffee
0: I won't. I that. will not comment right. on the the the, uh, <laughs> for, the this, heritage of the coffee for but the it occasion. We'll just
2: we'll just say, we'll just say it's it. It is Irish. a coffee. Everybody's Irish, even the non-Irish <laughs> coffees on St. Patty's Day.
0: So hopefully uh, everyone's having uh, everyone's having themselves a good and safe holiday. This is our first podcast that doesn't come after a game, besides uh, our launch day on Friday. So it's it's nice to see the sun shining. Oh, no, I didn't
2: know what this place looked like in the daytime. Yeah, I used to like having to leave and you know. Hope you get to the car safe at, at midnight, but this is nice. Daytime. I love it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, an, uh, it's been nice to see the uh, the old natural lighting in the building here. But, um, yeah, so the the Blackhawks are getting down to the wire. Four days to the trade deadline. Uh, if you've been paying attention around the league, a number of moves were made uh, later in the evening last night that have some implications to the, uh, to the Blackhawks and, and the players that they have. Available on the market, so we'll get into that uh, pretty pretty quick here. But also today, very exciting on the show. It is March. College basketball is uh, is, is is underway in the, uh, the 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 national tournament. So uh, we're gonna have a little fun here on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. We're gonna have our own uh, bracket tournament going on. So we'll reveal that uh, later in the show. But want to start it off with. Um, with the talk of the trade deadline, I mean, it's been something that we've been talking about since we launched the show. Um, the Blackhawks have been sellers for a while now. I think people understand, you know, that there, there's there's no reason to be bringing in anybody. Um, they're, they're selling, and they have some major pieces to sell. And what the returns have been so far for a number of trades makes it look like it's a seller's market so kyle Davidson needs does. to be working those phones
2: yeah uh based on what we've seen there hasn't been a lot of action but uh, the what we've seen the josh manson trade the ben Sherat trade even the uh kelly, kelly yarn crook i always get that wrong but yeah even those are guys at the heart you know is it definitely a seller's market based on what Ben Sherratt got and Josh Manson. We talked the other night about the Josh Manson, how that set the market, mm-hmm. and he's very comparable to Calvin DeHaan. Man, what the Panthers gave up for Ben Sherratt surprised me. A first mm-hmm. round pick in 2023, which is the better of the two drafts, mm-hmm. uh, and a fourth round pick in this year's draft. And then, you know, not a top prospect, but definitely a, a, a high mid-level prospect. That's a lot for mm-hmm. a guy that I don't think tops out. is not a top. He's not a first-pairing defender. No, America.
0: he was thrown into a situation in Montreal where he yeah. was not the not the player to fill that So role. he'll
2: get in a better situation in, in Florida where he's going to play to where he should be slotted. He'll be on their second pairing most likely, and that's where he belongs. But that's a lot to give up for a second-pairing defenseman, and I'm looking at Calvin DeHaan, and that's a second-pairing defenseman. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Kyle Davidson settles for anything less than a second round pick right now, I'm
0: gonna be disappointed. Or even multiple mid round yeah, picks. Like you, like could, you, could, you could get a or, uh, you can get a third this year, a third next year, something like that. Um, if you know if they even if they uh if they move to Han and hold back some of his salary, you have to be thinking first three rounds. Yeah. Sec- second round, third round, something like that. Um, yeah, I think the the way that we've seen the the trade market and and the return so far i think calvin dahan should definitely be uh one on the move obviously um but his his value is just you know you're seeing it you're seeing it go up um, guys
1: thoughts on uh, january's uh question here on on screen here
0: brusk for strome or the big uh, one. Or, or brandon hagel um no yeah, no.
2: I think the for Strom was a was an that easy was trade about two months ago when both guys were struggling. Both guys wanted out. Mm-hmm. Both guys have turned their seasons around. Neither of them might not get traded right now. But at this point, if I'm trading Dylan Strom, it's not for Jake DeBrusque. I I, I think I it think the for way Jake he's DeBrusque playing and more. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if Boston wants to trade Jake DeBrusque anymore. You know, so that that's kind of a weird situation. How both of those guys seem to be. That would have been a perfect one for one trade mm-hmm. in December, but now I think either one of them can gain should garner more than just each other. Yeah, it's no, at yeah, this it's, point.
0: It's, no lo- it's no longer worth it to flip them one for one. You, yeah. if you're if you're flip if you're Boston flipping to or if you're Chicago um, trading Strom, it's got to be, you know, it's got to be picks or nhl ready player plus like it's 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 they're both of their values yeah, have gone I mean,
2: up if if jam Kroc got a second and a third round pick then i i need a first round pick to trade dylan stroma yeah he
0: had a second a third and, and a, and a seventh. seventh right so three so picks
2: for, for a guy a bottom six guy
0: guy who's gonna be calgary's third line center basically right.
2: so if that's what the market is for centers Dylan Strome if I'm trained. Dylan Strome better be first. Dylan Strome strong pick.
0: multiple picks and and you know the the interesting thing I think with 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 this is that um, with this trade deadline being that the the 2022 draft class and the 2023 draft class a, a lot of draft analysts are saying it's deeper in 2023 than it is this summer. Um, we you know we might be seeing a lot of. Like like we saw with the the Manson deal, like we saw with the, the the Ben Sherratt deal, we might be seeing some of these younger prospects who were like you know third round, second round picks, um, moved instead of actual future draft picks or draft picks this year. We might be seeing a lot of young players moving, and that's <clears throat> to me a little bit that gets me a little bit more excited because instead of just saying oh we like the Blackhawks brought in a future second round pick you're saying oh we brought in prospect xyz and there's already you know you you look at that player immediately and you're like oh okay we know who they are we weren't it's not a oh who you know you, you you take out the the um liability of of potentially drafting the wrong player you know you right. take out that that what if uh factor and you have a prospect that's already you know likely had some development i think that's that's pretty exciting to see if if chicago will will take the picks or if they'll take younger prospects back in, in some of these trades. I think a good mix of the
2: two is the right way to go. You need both in a rebuilding mm-hmm. franchise. Need, you need a ton of prospects and you need a ton of picks to get more prospects. Uh, their currency at this point, rebuilding team, that's what you, that's what you use. They're, they're, they're your assets. The more you have the better success you have to have a successful rebuild. You just can't put, you know, you can't have three guys and say, Hey, we're rebuilt. you gotta have, right waves upon waves of prospects because even when you get good you still got to stay good look at tampa look at carolina they've got prospects coming out of their years it seems like <laughs> tampa oh no we lost the guy to the, cal- the, the salary cap let's just plug in this guy who's gonna you know in two years be a all-star mm-hmm. you got to have that even when the blackhawks were winning Stanley Cups they never really had that they had that first wave, and then after that, eh, you have okay guys. And that was probably – that was one of the biggest reasons they were never able to sustain past 2015, is you didn't have that second wave of guys.
0: Yeah, the the, the players that they rode through those cups just got older, and they yeah. just never – And you traded never away, had you get, traded away all your top
2: picks mm-hmm. to get guys like Andrew Ladd to come back, to get, yeah. you know, to get your rental guys. Uh, you had to give away a lot of that, and that's what some of these teams – We'll talk about it here in, in, in a few minutes, I'm sure, but that's what some of the teams now, is it worth winning one cup now or do we wanna try and keep this thing going? And I think the fan bases will say, let's win now. I mm-hmm. don't care about 2024, I wanna win right. in 2022. Exactly. So the Blackhawks, Kyle Davis and they're in a great position right now. Uh, they're in a seller's market. They're one of the few teams that have commodities, needed commodities and they sh i feel i'm feeling optimistic today a lot better about this trade deadline than i was a couple days ago based on what some of these returns are uh davidson needs to, to go out and hold strong and listen teams are desperate now teams are getting guys injured teams are maybe not making the playoffs they're fighting for it now is the time where you cash in it's that you know time to start, as somebody said on, on Twitter the other day, it's st- time to start fleecing some of these general yeah.
0: managers. Yeah, we, the Blackhawks have been on the wrong end of it in, enough yeah. times.
1: Uh, just, I wanted to point out this comment from Surf and Duke, uh, who said that, interesting that Kubalik is being pursued by teams that aren't necessarily in the playoff race. Sure, they're trying to buy low, but the Hawks shouldn't sell as low as those teams want them to go. Yeah, we want Davidson to do, we want him to be the fleece. fleece exactly, surf, yeah.
0: Fleece. Making any deals with, with teams that aren't in uh, playoff positions or aren't fighting for playoff positions right now, does the Blackhawks almost no good because one, those teams aren't going to be buying. And two, they're not going to be willing to give up top picks, top, you know, top prospects because they're in the same boat that the Blackhawks are in, where they're going to be looking to build up their picks and prospects. So yeah, it, it, League being tied to uh, teams that aren't in the playoff race, um, it's, it's it's not worth it. I mean, Ben, ben Pope has been reporting uh, recently that Anaheim, Edmonton, and Winnipeg are all in a, uh, potentially in on Dominic Kubelik. Um, I'd also throw out a team like the Penguins who are looking at some some potential depth scoring. Um, that could be a, a team that could look at uh, a player like Dominic Kubelik. And we've talked about it on, on this podcast that he just hasn't been the same guy for basically two seasons, two, you know, quote unquote, full seasons. And, um, you know, I, I I was very skeptical on what the, you know, return could be for him just based off of what he's been doing this season. Um, you know, what his restricted free agency status is like, but then seeing the yarn deal, I was like, oh, okay. You know, I was, I was definitely, uh, I, I, I was off the, the the bandwagon of, oh, Kubelik's going to get a, a top, you know, top prospect, top pick in, in return or something like that. I thought, and if we can get a mid round pick, that's what that's what it feels like. But then seeing the Yarncroke deal, and I'm just like, okay, maybe he can get a second round pick. Maybe he can get, you know, a, a lot like Calvin Dehan. Like maybe he can get one of those, you know, higher round picks or multiple mid round picks or something.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't expect that. But you mentioned the three teams connected to Kuba League from uh, Ben Pope, who does a great job with the Sun Times, uh, Anaheim, Edmonton, Winnipeg. Um, they're all in the playoff race as of now. Edmonton's a playoff team. They're in third place in the Pacific, just two points ahead of Vegas for that third place spot. So they definitely could use a little more offensive punch. Um, I, if I mean, if I'm Ken Holland, I'm looking to upgrade at goaltender, but or defense, uh, or defense. But you know, hey,
0: just try and outscore all your opponents. I mean, that's that you can do that. It's A proven, time-honored way to lose in the first round. Yeah. But
2: Anaheim and Winnipeg, they're out of the race now, but they it, you know maybe they're looking to make a run as of now winnipeg is just 2 points behind vegas for that last wild card spot ducks are 1 point behind them so 3 points out so
0: those are desperate teams
2: those are teams that are like hey we need a guy to make a difference here maybe kubalik makes a change of scenery and all of a sudden he gets that scoring touch back who knows he's a guy that definitely could score in bunches he can win a couple games for you and right now that's all they're looking for he can be the difference between missing the playoffs and and not you know and making the playoffs yeah um you know it, but if if it's a team that's not looking you know to make maybe use him this year for a rental he's still under team control he's an RFA at the end of the year so maybe that's a guy you move ahead of the you know ahead of the draft in the offseason you trade his rights to somebody uh who's looking for more of a long-term thing but those are three teams that are trying to make the playoffs holding on hope that they're going to make it Edmonton right now is probably the best shot of not probably they are the best shot of making the playoffs out of those three teams. Mm-hmm. I don't get that fit in Edmonton. Um No. They they should be the one calling for Calvin Dehan or Mark Andre Fleury, but you know, you do you Ken Holland, you give uh, <laughs> you know, you give those uh, podcasters and writers in Edmonton a lot to write about. I'm almost jealous. Almost. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and the thing is like, you know, we're we're 4 days away from the deadline. Like uh, literally, you know, four, four, four days. Um we're running out of time, you know. Teams, these things happen quick, and there's a lot of there's a lot of players still out there that are, you know, said to be available on, on the market. That you have to figure out what they're what's what's going to happen with them. Guys like Claude Giroux, Mark Giordano, Jacob Chikrin. Uh, if his injury is not as a uh, uh, as bad as it was initially thought to be, um, you might see a, a, a trade where Chicago might double up and might say, Hey, Kubalik and Dahan to Edmonton or something like that and, and the return gets a little bit bigger. You know, you might not have a lot of time for all these trades and, 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 and whatnot to to for the dust to settle before the Blackhawks can say, okay, we're gonna move, you know, Kubelik, Dehan, Carpenter, maybe Fleury. Like you're you are they are running short on time. So we might see a move here where, you know, they, they double up or I mean it might get to a point where they triple up and just say, here, here's a huge Return for, for a, all of a our major package. <laughs> like here's here's Carpenter, dehan and Fleury or something, like, right. you know, just throw throw happen. everything at one team and you get you get a it lot back. Happen.
2: Um but I, I think patience is okay right now for Kyle Davidson. Um, you know, a team that was maybe in on Josh Manson and Ben Sherratt, and now when Mark Giordano inevitably goes, maybe a team that wanted all three of those guys and missed out now all of a sudden they're willing to pay you more for Calvin Dahan because they got to get somebody Mm -hmm. and not get, you know, instead of not getting anybody. So, you know, when you have the fourth or fifth guy on the depth chart for that position, it's okay to be a little patient. Um, You know, come Sunday, come Monday, I think those phone calls are going to get a little more, there's going to be a little more desperation on the other, on the other end. So, you know, for Davidson, it's okay to, to, to wait it out, to play it out a little bit, and see if he can get a little bit more. You know, don't don't set the market. Let the market get set and then go off of that. And you know, you know how bad these guys, you know how bad these teams want some of these guys. So, here's your here's your time to make your for, you know, you can you only have one time to make your first impression. So, he needs to make his first impression of being a tough negotiator and a guy that gets what he wants in these deals. You know, I think the Blackhawks have had a reputation with some of these deals that Stan Bowman has made that they, they don't get enough value in their trades. And uh this is Di- Davidson's chance to change the narrative, flip mm-hmm. the script as they like to say. And all of a sudden, Hey, when you call the Blackhawks for a trade, you better be re- come with your best offer or, or you're getting hung up on.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's not that, you know, this, this rebuild needs to be like, completed, started and completed in, in, in one trade deadline in one off season. Like, like you said, patience is, uh, is, is going to be key with it. Um, not only with Kyle Davidson, but also with the fan base and with the, with the players like developing these, these future picks and these prospects is going to be a process. So, so yeah, like while you're not going to get everything done in one deadline and one, you know, one off season, you got to be able to, Make the right first impression. Make make the get get off on the right foot so that you're not, you know, moving players just to get mid round picks and say, oh, okay, we're gonna build up our mid round picks. The, the the Blackhawks prospect pool already has enough mid round picks that they're trying to develop into NHL we players. Have, we have
2: a, a prospect pool full of tweeners right now that, that are gonna top out as third line, fourth line guys. You don't build Stanley Cup champions with third and fourth round picks, right? You got to get first rounders, second rounders. You got to hit on them. You got to develop them. You got to be patient with them. Something Stan Bowman had no interest in any of that. You know, he, he was easy to trade his first round picks. Then he'd get a first round pick in two years. He's trading them for some, you know, Alex Nylander for Christ's sake. That's still just, <laughs> I guess. So, that's one. I was one of the biggest Stan Bowman defenders until that trade, when he made that trade, I was like, get this clown out of here. Um, but development was drafting and development has is why the blackhawks are in the situation they are right now they have to change that and it starts with this deadline now you can't win or lose a rebuild at your very first trade deadline but you could certainly lay a very good foundation Mm -hmm. a foundation a culture you start your culture here you they're preaching, they're saying all the right things about drafting and developing. Well, you start it now, you lay down the foundation now, and then you build your championship house on top of the foundation.
0: And, and you know, coming out right and saying, hey, we're, we're gonna rebuild, we are, you know, we're gonna be patient, we're gonna take, you know, take it at three years, four years, five years. And the key is to not, from for Davidson, from what he's been saying so far, is not changing the plan, not deviating from the plan, staying the course, um, like you said, like that's something that, that, with the, the previous regime with Stan Bowman, it was oh we're gonna do this ah just kidding we're gonna do that and it's it's you know having that um, that single track and and stick and sticking to it and being able to hopefully have it be successful in three four five years like you 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 don't want to be restarting this process because it was it was fumbled out of the gate. So you yeah, you
2: don't want to be the Buffalo Sabers or, or the Ottawa Senators who are constantly rebuilding.
0: Absolutely, because they don't
2: have a clue on what they're doing. Um, you know, you gotta you gotta do it right. And now, this Monday between now and Monday is your first step in a series of many steps. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be a marathon. It's not a sprint. But you know what? The start of a marathon is just as important as the finish. If you get off on the wrong <laughs> foot, it's gonna be a long race. So get off on the right foot. And I think they're in a very good position to really get tremendous value for what they've got available. And now it's up to Kyle Davidson to get that value.
0: Mm-hmm. We'll see. And a good way to get the, the fans on board with the rebuild is to, you know, come out of the gate and say, here's our plan. Here's here's the difficult decisions we're going to be making to make sure that in three years, four years, five years, whatever it is, we're able to potentially Raid the Stanley Cup around Chicago again.
2: Transparency. In an organization that uh, got flipped upside down because they refused to be transparent. Mm-hmm. And then they love to throw that buzzword out, even though then they figured out, hey, we'll, we're going to tell you we're going to be transparent. But then when asked about tra- we will need to go and all that. But just tell us. Tell us. Mm-hmm. That's I think every fan can get on board with a plan if there is a plan and it's well laid out. Transparency is huge. Mm-hmm. Hop on the ride. That's the, the slogan Absolutely. we're using, hop on the ride. Tell us where this ride is going to take us, but not only tell us where it's taking us, but tell us the stops we have to make along the way. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are not going to be easy. A lot of them is going to deal with some bad hockey. But as long as we know that what the end goal is, a lot of fans can jump on board with that. They will hop on the ride if you mm-hmm. tell us not just the final destination, but all the ups and downs and 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 crummy stations we got to stop at before we get there. Uh, transparency is key going forward they preach it it's time to practice it
0: and that's yeah and that's going to be the the easiest way like we said to get to get fans on board for sure um getting fans on board best way to support chgo as we uh as 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 we continue to grow um is to download the points bet app we use this use the promo code chgo when you sign up And if you do that right now, you'll get two risk-free bets for up to $2,000. But that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. And you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. That's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making a $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. If you have any questions, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we'll be happy to help out. Introducing PointsBet's new feature they're very excited for, especially this time of the year. It's live college basketball same-game parlays. For the first time ever, you can build the perfect live same-game parlay only with PointsBet. And right now, online signup is available in Illinois, so you can download the PointsBet app and register your account from start to finish, all with your phone. Plus... During PointsBet Match Madness, all users can earn up to $100 in free bets. During each round, just place a $50 pre-game wager and get a free $20 live bet to be used for that round. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. One player that we haven't mentioned yet, as we're talking about the, the trade deadline, that is... It seems to be changing by the minute. What what may or may not be happening with uh, with the player is Mark Andre Fleury. We've for 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 months now. It's been is he going to stay? Is he going to go? What team could he go to? Why does he want to stay? Does he want to stay in Chicago what another season? Is he going to play another? You know all this back and forth. You know we've we we've, we've talked about it. I'm sure you know everyone has been has been keyed into what may or may not happen with Mark Andre Fleury. Um, some some news today from a couple different outlets that's uh, very important in what might happen or might not happen with flurry. Uh, I'll start off with uh, late last night in his 32 thoughts post Elliot Freeman of Sportsnet, Sportsnet says that Colorado, Edmonton and Minnesota have taken themselves out of looking for goalies on the trade market, basically leaving, Toronto and Vegas as potential trade partners for a Marc-Andre Fleury. Uh, Darren Dreger of TSN, when talking about Toronto, says that they do not want to give up their 2022 first round pick for a rental player. And just before we started the show, uh, from Jesse Granger of The Athletic with Vegas, Robin Leonard's injury that has kept him uh, on the sidelines for the last few games could be, is is not, not official, could be season ending so you're looking at a team like vegas who has not had a uh, an easy time coming down the stretch here trying to stay stay dangerous. alive in the playoff that race just breaks my heart they might be so desperate to come back to chicago and say hey mark we're uh we're sorry how that all happened last summer but um would you come back and uh do us a solid and help us out <laughs> well, that here?
2: would be the most hilarious story in
0: sports this year, that is that is the long. That is some eating some
2: serious crow. Oh from yeah,
0: Kelly McCrimmon, right there. Um, That's the long game of of fleecing a trade because you acquire the player for, for nothing, nothing and, and then you, you flip them, them for. I mean, who it's knows thing. what
2: bleed them dry and they don't have a lot left though. Right. They trade their first round pick. All their top prospects are gone. They don't. There's not a lot there. Um, so if I'm Mark Andre Fleury and and Vegas comes calling, I tell them to stick it. Like, <laughs> screw you guys. No way. I don't well, think. and
0: that's the thing, is that Vegas might already be on his 10-team list. We don't we don't right.
2: know. So, and if I'm picking between those two teams as far as who I want to trade with, I want to go with Toronto. They've got far better draft. They've got far better capital to get back. Uh, and I'm sure that comment by Darren Drager just went over splendidly with Leafs Twitter. Um, yeah. I'm sure you don't want to give... Uh, Away. you don't want to trade your first round pick, but I guarantee you, every single one of those rabid fans that have, are sick and tired of hearing about 1967 mm-hmm. will trade their round will trade their entire draft class for the next 10 years to win the Stanley Cup now. Um, so you you try and sell that Kyle Dubis to your your rabid fans that nope, I value our first round pick in 2022 more than winning a Stanley Cup this year because we can't get Mark Andre Fleury. Good luck, buddy. Good luck, pal. Sell that to the Toronto media. Get some more security at your house is all I'm saying. If you're going to try and sell that.
0: I mean, if, if Toronto's going into the playoffs and their goaltending options are Peter Morazic, Jack Campbell, and Eric Shalgren. Another first round exit. Done. I, I have no faith in that. No.
2: no as much as I want to see that. because I I, I, <laughs> I
0: No offense if we
2: have any Maple Leaf fans listening, but Maple Leaf fans' tears are what get me through the spring. <laughs> they are fuel. But... You got to go out for Marc-Andre Fleury if you're Toronto. You have
0: to. Have to. That's
2: your guy. That's your missing piece right now.
0: They need. They either need to bring in a guy like Fleury, who can, who's playing right now, is you know he he's got some momentum going and he, and he's got the pedigree to be able to do it to go on a long playoff run. You either got to bring in that or you got to look at improving their defense. And if they're if they're getting you know shaky about giving up their you know this year's first round pick or maybe even next year's first round pick whatever it ends up being they're not looking at a Chikrin or a Giordano then because you're gonna have to give up that first round pick for that so I mean is Calvin DeHaan in play for Toronto maybe but does he have the impact that Fleury does absolutely not
2: right no it's I mean we know here in Chicago you don't have very many opportunities to win it all to win a Stanley Cup, it is very, very hard to do. We got spoiled for six seasons there, but it's very hard. And Stan Bowman, he gambled his future to win those titles. And you know what? As much as it stinks right now that the Blackhawks don't have very much coming up through the pipeline, I would, I'm would, i glad we're in this position because we got to see three Stanley Cup parades because Worth of it. it. Totally worth very, it. Three and six, baby. Would do very it. 100, I would it. go on a twenty-year rebuild for those three titles, and the fans in Toronto would do the same thing. They wouldn't care if they win another game as long, just like I'm a lifelong Cub fan. The Cub Cub base and the Toronto base are very similar in a lot of ways. And once the Cubs, I saw the Cubs win the World Series. I didn't care if they ever won another game. I saw the thing that my grandfather never saw. I saw the thing my father never got to see. Make it happen. And if you're afraid of a first-round pick losing a first-round pick, some unnamed guy that's not even drafted yet is going to ruin your franchise, and you're willing to sacrifice a run to stand the cup, you should be fired immediately. No questions asked. Get your pack up your stuff in a box and get the hell out of here because you're just that's a bad GM. That's a that's bad a, general that's, manager. That's a bad. That move. is a weak, scared general manager. And you know what? Good luck.
1: Woo. I'm curious. I like I'm curious. Like, what do you realistically do? You think that they could the Hawks could get from Toronto like for Fleury like what I what think it has to for? be a first round pick
0: first round pick either this year or next prospect, year at least and then yeah i mean you look at you look at the 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 returns for some of these players that have already happened Fleury's going to be more impactful in Toronto if 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 that's the team he ends up with than Sharott or Manson or Yarncroke will be with any of their you know any of their new landing spots so you got to think it's a first round pick it's, it's, a another top, top round pick, like a, maybe another future second. It could also involve, uh, it should also involve a top prospect. If I'm, if I'm Chicago looking at, uh, Toronto's prospect system, I'm looking at, uh, Nick Robertson. I'm looking at, uh, Matthew Nyes. I'm, I'm looking at someone up front, uh, you know, an, an area that in Chicago's prospect system is very thin I'm looking at a forward that's going to be impactful and I'm looking at either Nice or Robertson if Absolutely. I'm Chicago.
2: And the Hawks are in a unique situation because they have the best goalie available and it's not even close. Who else is who's available after Marc-Andre Fleury? Nobody that
0: nobody. Alex Georgiev? Sure.
2: Knock yourself out. <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean that's That's yeah. not a
2: guy that's taking you to a Stanley Cup. No, Marc-Andre Fleury no. has won Stanley Cups. He knows what it takes. Well, he's
0: yeah. He, he, he has three right he, he was, was the guy for, for one right but he got but Vegas. he but he, he was got yes. Vegas to a final got Vegas to a final you know, and but he
2: knows what it takes yeah Absolutely. he's the only he's the only goalie on the market that even gives your team a sniff of the Stanley Cup right final right he's
0: he's the only goalie that can that puts a team over the top so this
2: is another challenge for Kyle Davidson because there's nobody setting the market for goalies he's setting the market for goalies and it's, he's the only he's got the only guy so this is where you get tough and you d- dig your heels in and you make Toronto or now Vegas Oh, you make Vegas beg on their knees like no other you make them bravo, and then still tell them no just because I'm, I'm that's <laughs> how I am but here's one team I think would be fun I don't think it's gonna happen but it's another team that's fighting for a playoff spot just had an injury how about the Dallas Stars yeah hudobin is, is out for the year they've got jake Ollinger. they got brendan uh braden holpe not two guys i like i'm a big fan of ottinger but i don't think he's quite there yet hope the a guy that's best days are behind him but just for the storyline how much fun would it be to have mark andre Fleury and braden holpe in the same crease during a playoff run <laughs> those guys have history yeah against each other penguins capitals major rivalry the they faced each other in the Stanley Cup final when when Flurry was in Vegas. How fun would that be to have those guys? That
0: would be pretty fun.
2: Your your two goalies in in Texas. I don't think that's going to happen, but
0: no. You'd have again to, as a, as a writer,
2: yeah. the storyline makes me want to see that happen.
0: Absolutely. I mean, in a in a trade with Dallas, would Chicago bring back? Hopey to make the money work because I, I not to, off the top of my head what is, yeah I know I, I know but I'm just <laughs> way to ruin my headline Mario man <laughs> well I'm just I, I I not off the top of my head I don't know where Dallas is in their in their cap situation but yeah they don't really have a they have no space they have no space to make right. that work so you probably so have to take you got to you got to take you probably got to take what's Hopey making oh he's only on, he's only on a two million dollar deal expiring as a free agent unrestricted free agent at the end of the yeah. season so maybe you don't maybe you don't have to maybe you got to take Maybe Something, you maybe get to
2: take a bad veteran contract. That's good for another year or two
0: flurry for John Klingberg.
2: Sure. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think I, Dallas, I, that that Dallas
0: won't do that. No, but I mean, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I don't think here. it's going
2: to happen, but I just, I thought that's a fun, fun yeah. scenario, fantasy th- scenario. I mean, not, I mean, man, if you had flurry and hopey as your two goalies in your fantasy team, five years ago, you probably won the league. So it'd be fun to see that in real life.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, it's been, it's, it's fun to, you know, kind of look around the league and say like, okay, like what, what are the actual like fits that the Blackhawks have uh, for, for, or, or they would have for some of these players. Um, you know, Mark andre Fleury, uh, like, like we talked about Vegas, Toronto, it seems like the market is just kind of narrowed down to, and again, if he wants to go to either of those teams, which it sounds like maybe Toronto is not on his desirable list it would take some convincing to get him there. I, uh, from, from, from all uh, accounts in Vegas, like you said, Vegas might be on already on his 10 team list. So it really just comes down to what what he wants to do. Um, but it really just seems like the, the market is narrow. to it. It's just like, okay, if you know, he, the, you know, the, going to the capitals, that rumor came and went, doesn't seem like he wants, he's going to do that. Colorado, Edmonton, Minnesota seem to be out it's down to Vegas and Toronto if he wants yeah, to go I mean, anywhere. Pitt,
2: Pittsburgh was a was a popular destination earlier in the year, but they've actually, you know, Tristan, Tristan Jari's, Jari's played been, real well. Mm-hmm. I mean, but he played really well last year until the playoffs came around. So, you know, but that, that doesn't seem like to be a destination. Yeah. I mean, I, I think a lot of fans in Pittsburgh wanted that to kind of be the storybook ending, come home, where it all started, and he had his, his best seasons, but... Yeah, it's kind of come down to two teams, and and as you said, if if those two teams are not on his are on his list, then all of all of these, you know, my Kyle Dubas rant was for nothing.
0: <laughs> well, let's look at some of these other guys and, and just do a little quick uh, rapid fire here. Where do you think Kubelik ends up?
2: I would think I, if I had to guess, I'd say I'd say he ends up in Edmonton. That seems like a good. That seems like a Ken Holland type of move.
0: Yeah, it seems like it, he's he's been connected to them uh for, for some time now.
2: I mean they got they got to see what he can do in the playoffs firsthand a couple of years right. ago. Right. So maybe <laughs> yeah, maybe exactly. it's maybe it's Stockholm syndrome why they want him so yeah.
0: bad. I mean and and yeah, like you said, like Edmonton needs defense, so why not get a, a depth scoring winger? Um Dylan Strom. If he if if he's on the market, where do you think he could go?
2: Man, there's so many teams that could use a Dylan Strom.
0: Especially uh, the way he's playing now.
2: Yeah, that's a tough call because there hasn't been a lot of rumblings about people looking to get him. Uh I could see an Eastern, you know, I could see I could see the Rangers maybe making a get the run. Strom get, get brothers Strom, together. The, they could be the second pair of brothers of all time to play on this on the same <laughs> NHL team. Oh no comment um, on that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I, I could if I see the I would say the Rangers, just for fun.
0: Rangers? All right, all right. Calvin Dehan.
2: I think he will end up one way or the other in Toronto.
0: Yep. Okay. I could I I could see that. I could see if if Fleury doesn't move, if Toronto doesn't go into the into the wade into the goalie waters, um I they have to address defense and I think that they seemingly don't want to do it for a high price, so it makes sense that Calvin DeHaan could be as on their you radar. Said,
2: I could totally see Fleury and Dehan going to Toronto and is in the same trade. Oh. The return. Would be well, I'm just
0: thinking about the return. Return the would be pretty sweet. That's a fan. That would be a, that would be a great return because that's yes. when you're talking about.
2: That's when you get your Nick Robinson. That's when you get yep. your first multiple picks. Give mm-hmm. them two of those guys. Yeah. What about it.
0: what about a guy like Ryan Carpenter?
2: He's a guy that could probably play for any playoff team right now. Um, he might be a guy that we we talk about reunions in Vegas. Vegas might be calling the phone and and wanting him back. He was part of that team that made it to the Stanley mm-hmm. Cup final. Ryan Carpenter can play for any team. He can play for my team any day. I mean, he plays he's, for them. He's, But He's he's that guy. He's that playoff hockey was made for Ryan Carpenter. Mm-hmm. His style of game is perfect for the Stanley Cup playoffs. He's defensive, uh, defensively responsible. He can play physical. He can, he
0: can uh, be a center or a wing. Yeah, he Whatever can, he needs. he's a
2: good penalty killer. Hell, he could even stand in front of that on the power play if you need him to. He's done that. Chicago. He's did a it. Swiss army knife of players. He's, he's a veteran. Uh, he's not. He's going to. He's not going to hurt your team, so I, I don't know anybody that's going to be making the playoffs that needs a fourth line guy and a penalty killer. Uh, will take him. So as far as where he goes, man, I I don't know. Just to, just to make a prediction, uh, maybe I'm going to say Minnesota
0: Wild. You read my mind. I was just going to say He's Minnesota. Minnesota needs. Minnesota is is a team that that needs some 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 depth. Uh, they're experience. they're looking for experience, another, another centerman and someone that can play gritty and, and, and tough minutes. And you get all of that with Ryan Carpenter. So I would be, I, I would look at Minnesota and say, Hey, he's like, he's the best get us, fit. Get us a, you know, yeah. get us a, a mid round pick for Ryan Carpenter. Absolutely. That would be, that would be pretty nice. Um, So if you enjoy CHGO, which we hope you are enjoying the CHGO Blackhawks podcast, if you enjoy CHGO White Sox or Cubs or Bears or or the CHGO uh, Sky podcast that we got got going, if you like any of that, the best way to help us continue to grow and to support us is to download the PointsBet app and use the code CHGO when you sign up. Not only are you going to get two risk-free bets for up to $2,000, But if you make a $50 or more first time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we'll help you out. And in case you missed it, online signup is now available in Illinois. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. So, what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet, live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Now, it, like we mentioned at the beginning of the show, it is March, it is bracket season. So yeah, we are. I can
2: see. I could see uh, the rest of our wonderful staff here gather around our TVs.
0: Yep, we, we got, got a we couple. Got
2: basketball on all day. Here couple the TVs. Office. We
0: got some. Uh, we know the, the 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 betting podcast is definitely taking uh, taking some interest in some of these games. For all for, of we, the games. All did, well, yes, all of the games. But some, but even some of the games where we were guessing where the college is located because. We were just like I don't know I've never heard of this school, but there's there's some <laughs> there's some you know there's some money on on the line, so it is uh it's it's the best part of uh, of college basketball is, is is March, and so with the Blackhawks not having playoff hockey to talk about, you know we're talking about moving all these players. Let's let's have some fun. Let's create a bracket. So Greg, you've uh, you've put a lot of work into this, so we are happy to unveil the March Madhouse Madness bracket.
2: Yeah, I thought it would be a fun idea. We're gonna be putting up these regions starting today. We're gonna reveal our first two regions and then we're gonna put these up on Twitter uh, and you guys get to vote. It'll be, we've got, we've got 64 players. Uh, I I put down, you know, you guys are gonna argue about my my seedings, but that was kind of, that was kind of the point. The point was to get, we're all about fan interaction here at CHGO. So this is a good way to get that CHGO underscore Blackhawks Twitter account rolling. Uh, we're going to have the polls up for the first two rounds. So I think, like, hey, let's just get right to it. Let's reveal our first, it's the 300-level region. I love uh, it. So these are our first. Uh, Stan Makita. Th- our first 18, or our first eight matchups of the March Madness. And, of course, the 300-level region. Number one seed, Stan Makita
0: Yep. Versus the
2: 16 seed, Chris Steger. Steger. That uh, I, I, that that's cu- a tough matchup for
1: Steger. It is. I don't hey. like
2: his chances, but maybe we can get a fun rap out of him in the <laughs> losers' locker room. I love Christopher Steg. He's one of my favorite Blackhawks from that cup run. But yeah, tough, tough, tough one. Tough draw. Yeah. tough draw. Uh, then we got our eight nine matchup. A couple of old names here. We got Kenny Classic Blackhawks. Bill Mosienko. Um, man, this is uh. Blast from the past, 8-9 yeah. matchup. So this is another fun thing that I did building this because I know a lot of our fans are are people who came on board in 2010, younger fans that didn't become Blackhawk fans until uh, the, the Cup years. And they don't know some of these names. So now yeah. some of our younger fans can now go look up a Kenny Worm, go look up a Bill ankle some of these other names, and learn about some mm-hmm. of the great players from our past, which, That's, is, is, which I love. I'm a history guy. I yeah. love
0: it. That's why I, I, I love the, uh, the the CHGO Blackhawks audience that we that we have, and um, because we have a lot of those a lot of those younger fans that that came on in the last decade or so, um, and but we also have a lot of diehards that have been there for our, yeah. you know through the '60s and '70s, '80s and '90s, uh, the dark days, you know, all that, you know. So I I love this bracket because we got players from all those generations, and it's gonna be some interesting matchups.
2: As we look, we got our four versus thirteen, Mister Goalie Glenn Hall. Hall of Famer versus Keith Brown, the rugged defenseman. That's a that's an interesting one. I don't see an upset there though. Probably not. Uh, what's our five? Our five? Ooh, the most handsome man I'll... of the tournament, Patrick Sharp versus Daryl Sutter.
0: I like this matchup. Oh, I love yeah, Daryl. S- I like that you made Daryl Sutter
1: number twelve. Didn't he? Or wait, no, did was... he wear twelve? Or is that Brent?
0: Brent wore number twelve. Ooh, yeah, yeah, wrong yeah.
1: Sutter, bro. No, wrong Sutter. You're half but right. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. No, I like this one. I I, I would love to see these guys uh, uh, debate hockey yes <laughs> yes but that's a good matchup all right uh then we got three jeremy ronick versus 14 artemi Panarin. this is my
0: favorite matchup of this <laughs> This bracket. is a good one you Now i know people are gonna say oh my god why is the bread man a
2: 14 seed?" well he played here for two years
0: it was it was so, this is all time Black. not a long time but a good time
2: yes he was one of the he was the second best blackhawk on the team while he was here maybe the best you know, him in 88 were pretty darn good those mm-hmm. two years, but we're talking big picture, entire history of the Blackhawks. That's about where he should be for those two years. But man, is that a fun match! I love this. That match. is some that serious could go, upset potential. That could
0: right go there. either way, and I could also see it being like a 50 50 tie. I love should it. Be.
2: Well, if we have a 50 50 tie, it's whatever player sends us an autograph for our wall
0: first gets the tiebreaker. <laughs> All right, so if Jeremy <laughs> and Artemy are listening, we'll uh, we'll reach out. All right, when
2: well, we got our six. 11 matchup. This is a good one, too. This is another upset possibility. Pitt Martin, number six, versus Johnny Aduya, 11th yeah. seed. One of those Stanley Cup winners. He might be seeded a little higher than he deserved, but I like this matchup. I think we're going to see an upset here. I
1: mean, he has about 11 abs, so I think. Yeah, there. Out. Yeah,
0: I was just going to say, he's he's king of the shirtless parties. Yeah, that's a good matchup of, of seeing where our fan base is at. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, and we got our 7-10, another solid one. Okay. Troy Murray. Uh, some of us may only know him from his his radio days, and it's good to see Troy getting back to the United Center a little bit. So, Absolutely. just give a shout out to Troy, and uh, as he uh, is battling his his fight with cancer, we're all thinking of you, Troy. Love seeing you back, uh, but we gave you a tough matchup. You know, you wouldn't <laughs> want it any other way. The player was was a tough guy, so he's got to take on Nikolai Hobbyboelen. Now, this is he's like a ten c for his first run with the Blackhawks. That second round. Yeah, the second round. That a a run first time around was bit,
0: pretty good. A little bit forgettable.
2: Um, so, yeah, Murray versus uh, Hobby
1: Boulin. Wall. Love yeah, the Boulin Wall. Two goalies in the same region. I'm that's taking Troy. You got to go with Troy. Come on, people. We got to go for Troy. Uh, and then finally, yeah. we're going
2: to wrap it up with our 215. Two former teammates twice. Duncan Keith versus Brandon Saad. I loved the Saad father, but I think it's an early exit. Uh, there's no way Duncan Keith loses in the first round, is there?
0: I don't think so, even though Brandon Saad is, is very beloved in this town um, I think that the the biggest uh qualm I have is that Johnny O'duya is an 11 seed and Brandon sod is a 15 seed yeah, well, <laughs> I mean that's Johnny ooh, that's a rough draw for sod well, he, he should he should he should sod should be uh, a second he should be getting to the second round but I don't think he will be yeah I mean I love the sod father but you know hey, yeah
2: well he, you know he, you could you can yell at the point of you can you know, know? what the, the 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 selection committee doesn't always get it right every (laughs) year. So why should this be any different? All
0: right. I Uh, like it. So, yeah, the 300-level region. It's got some some heavy hitters in it.
2: Check out Twitter, the CHGO underscore Blackhawks Twitter account later this afternoon. All those matchups will be going live, and you can vote. Let us know who you think deserves to get to the round of 32 uh, just like today, two regions are going on the basketball court. we got two regions going live. This might be my favorite region just for the name. It's the Detroit sucks region. Yeah, you got to have a Detroit sucks region. So I think this will be, there we go. Uh, as you can see by who is photographed there, we're going to tell you that it's Patrick Kane is the number one seed. In there's the Brent de- Sutter. There's number 12, Brent Sutter. There, that's a, a little, tough a little draw foreshadowing for him. from Lawrence earlier, but Patrick Kane versus Brent Sutter. Is our 116 matchup. Thanks for playing, Brent Sutter. We'll Thanks see for you next year. Out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, uh eight-nine. Ooh, this is a good one. That's Bob Murray. Very good. A former Ducks general manager, but longtime Blackhawks defenseman mm-hmm. versus Chico Mackey, another longtime fan favorite. So that's that's a matchup for uh our more experienced fan yes. base. I don't want to say older because I fall in that line. Well, too, yes. So that's our, for our, veter- our veterans. That's for our fans that may need to have their kids show them how to use Twitter to get through. <laughs> seriously, yeah, <laughs> seriously. For Dennis thirteen, Hall. we got Dennis Hall, the Max Silver Bentley. Jet, and Max Bentley. Max Bentley, if you are old enough to see Max Bentley play, there's no way you know how to use Twitter. <laughs> uh, but congratulations. Yeah, that's that should be an easy get through for the Silver Jet.
0: Probably. I would I would say so.
2: Uh, oh, one of my favorites of all time. Number five, the Eagle, Ed Belfort versus Ed Litzenberger.
0: Ed versus Ed.
2: Yeah, a couple of, uh, uh, of, yeah, there you go. Ed squared for 512. <laughs> uh, Litzenberger has one of my favorite names in Blackhawk Hawk street, but I don't like his chances against the Eagle. I don't either. He's not getting one I, pass. Ed
0: Belfort in this region so far, I don't know, we got, we got to re- reveal still the second half of it, but he's got upset potential he, in the entire he's, region. He's a sleeper. He's a sleeper. I like, I like as, that.
2: As the industry term is, the sleeper. Uh, three fourteen. Wow. Look at this one. This is a good one too. Whoa, what a matchup! Three up. Brent Seabrook versus number fourteen Dustin Bufflin. Whoa, that is some serious beef getting thrown that's, around yeah. right there. That that's is a that's a heavy stuff.
0: hitter in this entire bracket going out in the first round. Either way it goes, the yeah, three
2: fourteen matchups so far are have been yeah. the best. Oh uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Big buff. Low, buff- low Bufflin theta. again, not, you know, not a long time but a good time yep. here in that Chicago. 20, that
2: 2010 Cup run, that series against Vancouver, that series against San Jose cemented him as a hero. There might be more
0: people fans. around the league that remember Dustin Bufflin for his time in Chicago than his time in Winnipeg.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> I think so. I mean, he definitely had much bigger impact that one year, two that, years in Chicago yeah. than he did his whole time in Winnipeg.
0: Brent Seabrake, that's a tough matchup out of the gate.
2: Uh, we got another uh, Bentley. We got two of the three Bentley brothers in the same region Doug Bentley ooh. as the six versus Bill Hay at the eleven. That's another it's old not, school matchup. That is a hockey a, reference matchup yes. right there. You're going to have to do some research to choose <laughs> correctly. Can't go wrong with either one of those guys. Uh, ooh, here's a couple of tough guys.
0: I like this Number matchup. Number seven,
2: Al Secord. Versus number 10, Tom Lysiak. Two fan favorites. Oh, yeah. Maybe these guys should have belonged in the 300-level region because they are fans. Like, the 300-level loves these types of players. But loves them. Man, man. I gotta go with the fighting pilot, Al Secord. one yeah. of the favorites.
0: One of one of the more underrated players of, of that era. The guy had fifty area. goal
2: seasons with the Hawks. Yeah, and then he beat the crap out of you if you even looked at Dennis Savard. For I'm
0: me. I'm I'm gonna be going with Secord in that yeah, one. Yeah, I think. Well, if you don't, he punches you. So there you go. And then
2: speaking <laughs> of Savard, his buddy, we could possibly have an Al Secord Dennis Savard second round match. Wow. that would be fun. Shazer, Andrew Shaw, the fifteen seed. Sorry, buddy, you're an all time favorite. I think he gets some Tough love against match-ups. Dennis Savard. Our, out of all of our two versus fifteen matchups, this one will probably be the closest. Yeah, but there's no way. There's no way. Danny so I have no. everywhere, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see an LC core Dennis Savard second round We matchup. might,
0: we might have a, a kane Savard regional final, That'd and that's going to be very interesting That'd to see perfect. if that, if, I mean, if, if it gets to that point.
2: Two guys that uh, play the same style of hockey mm-hmm. and and both. Uh, two of the most popular players of
0: all time. Should Patrick be Kane's fun. first uh, first coach. There you go. Yeah. I, I, I
1: have a question about the uh, who was who the seating committee. Because this, this Bufflin is a 14 and, and Johnny Oduya is an 11.
0: <laughs> you, I'm curious about You that are, that. You well, are looking right. at him well, in the uh, Teenage right. Mutant Ninja Turtle so, shirt. Here's here's the
2: reasoning <laughs> behind that. Oduya won two Stanley Cups with the Blackhawks. They don't win oh. the 15 Cup without him. Let's be honest. They needed that fourth guy. They needed Bufflin him. was <laughs> only here for one. So there you go. Okay. All right, I, I mean, two okay. cup, two cups okay, sure. is better than cups Winkum. in the room. That is true, yeah. and the return we got for Buffalo was a major disappointment too. So, well, is that his fault? Start. Well, maybe. I don't think
0: that's his fault. It can be. <laughs> I can well, yeah, you. I'm, I'm very excited to see how this, uh, how this plays out online. Um, like Greg, Greg said, uh, once the show's over here, we're gonna put both of these regions out: the 300 level region and the Detroit sucks region. <laughs> That'll be up uh, to be voted on yeah. on Twitter.
2: You know, I think what we'll do, we haven't really decided, but we'll let you guys vote throughout the weekend. Uh, we'll we'll yep. use the whole weekend as our first round tournament. Yeah, we're we're, gonna, gonna, we're, tra- gonna, we're
0: stretching this tournament. Yeah, we're
2: going to spread this out. We don't want this to just be one week. We're going to spread it out through like the
0: duration of the NSA tournament. So we got what two else do we got to do? Re- yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> not like we got a lot. Of, <laughs> after we, Monday, after not going to talk about <laughs> that might be the most exciting thing we talk about.
2: Yeah, you know, so we're going to have two more regions on tomorrow's show. Uh, We will have the cheering the anthem region and the madhouse region going live tomorrow. And then you guys will have all weekend. We'll wrap it up Sunday and then we'll announce our winners uh, next week right here on, on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. A little fun, interactive. Let's have some fun with us. Let's hear your comments. Let's see what you guys think. And this is all up to you. You guys get to decide who the winners are. I, I came up with the seedings. The rest is up to all of our great chgo blackhawk fans
0: and i'm not going to give uh give away any spoilers for tomorrow's regions but if you thought there were some spicy <laughs> matchups today whoo check out tomorrow Second day there of the are, tournament is always the best baby. there are some spicy matchups <laughs> in these uh, in these next two upcoming regions so yeah that'll be a lot of fun to see how it plays out online and and yeah i mean what's what's a better place to to have debates and arguments than than twitter right
2: Absolutely. That's what it's made <laughs> for. Yeah, I know I know we want to see if we can get votes up on Discord as well. I don't know if there's a poll uh, option on Discord. We can look into that. Um I don't know enough about Discord. I'm I'm out of that age bracket. So <laughs>
0: I will uh yeah well, yeah, we'll we'll work on it. We'll work on Keep it. See how we that. can get the get that all put together, but um yeah, so that'll be it'll be a lot of fun. Stacy's new t-shirt idea. That's some big meat getting thrown around. I appreciate that. Yeah. I love out of context T-shirts. I know there's a company called Obvious Shirts. Can we start one called Out of Context Shirts? I think we just did. Was, yeah, <laughs> I, I
2: think that that'd be a good that'd be a good one. Yeah, we trust me. We can have a lot of out of context shirts that can get people <laughs> yeah. arrested.
0: Um, so yeah, you hear us uh, talking about PointsBet on the uh, on the show here as one of our sponsors. We got a new sponsor coming on board, uh, Athletic Greens. I uh, was very interested to see them uh, coming on board. Um, recently, uh, I got excited because they have this uh, AG1 formula that is uh, a, a tremendous supplement. I've been using it ever since uh, ever since they came on as a sponsor. It's designed to improve your gut health, optimize your immune system, and just give you more natural energy. And in just one scoop of their AG1 supplement, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. And it fits with a a multitude of different uh, lifestyle diets. Um, I sometimes try to eat a little bit gluten-free when I can. Um, But, you know, whether it's gluten-free or keto or paleo or vegan or dairy-free, With AG1, you're good to go. And it's easy to incorporate into your life as well. No matter how busy you might be, it's a small once-a-day habit with really big benefits. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's all you need to do. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free 1-year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and 5 free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com/chgoblackhawks. Again, that is athleticgreens.com/chgoblackhawks to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I know it's that time of year where you know, the weather's changing. It's getting hot and cold day to day. We had a beautiful day yesterday, beautiful day to day. But I know a lot of people at this time of year get susceptible to colds. Uh, AG1 with Athletic Greens is a good way to uh, uh, boost that immune system and make sure that you're, uh, you know, staying healthy this spring.
2: Hop on that Athletic Greens ride.
0: Hop on the AG1 ride, right? There
2: you go. It's the thing, the thing that I like about that the most, instead of having to take 50 pills, you know, take these. Yeah. It's one, it's one glass. I was,
0: day. you know, I, I was trying to get on the, you know, the multivitamins and getting on the, the zinc and the vitamin D and blah, 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 blah. And I'm getting older and my hair is getting thinner. So I'm taking some biotin. Like I'm just trying to get all these things with AG one. It's just like scoop done, you're good to go. I don't have to one swallow shopping. six, seven pills a, a morning it's or like anything It's like packaging
2: Calvin DeHaan and Mark andre Fleury together. <laughs> exactly. All in one, cup.
0: one scoop of DeHaan. Full circle, folks. DeHaan, Fleury, circle. and Kubalik, and you get all these picks yep. and prospects. Get
2: yeah. all your needs made in one trade.
1: Hey, speaking of trades, uh, I just wanted to go back to this comment in the chat um, sure. from Annihilator. Do you guys think the Hawks could get someone like... Capo Caco in a hypothetical Dylan Strome trade. Did I say that even remotely correctly? Yes,
0: you did. Nicely, Woo.
2: Done. nicely done with your finish prospect. With a
0: with a Dylan Strom sh- trade, um I don't think I don't think you can get sh- you can get uh Capo Caco straight up for Dylan Strome. No. I don't think you're going to get sh- I don't think you're going to get him plus anything else for Dylan Strome. I think you'd ha- that would have to be like Black Hawk sending Dylan Strom and you know, a mid-round or or value right, value right. pick to the Rangers yeah. to get him and, and, and the Hawks maybe something else. Really
2: aren't in a position to be giving away draft picks right now, and right. and I don't know if the Rangers are lo- really looking to move him. That doesn't. Uh, I mean, no. I I would. I if, don't know if I I mean, I would take if it was one for one. I guess I would take. That oh yeah, trade, of course. But I don't think it's realistically can do a one for one. Maybe they can come up with some agreement, but if it involves the Blackhawks sending, you know, value round picks. In return, it just doesn't make sense at this point.
0: I think the only way that he's coming back in a trade with the Rangers is if it's involving Patrick Kane. I think that's yeah. I think that's the the level of player that you're going to be sending to the Rangers to get that kind of prospect back, plus plus anything else of value. That's from a them. trade
2: that's going to happen in the offseason, not not. By it's Monday. not it. Yeah, that's something, not a deadline. A deal move. for Patrick Kane is not getting done between now and Monday. Um, so yeah, you're right. capo no. a, a K- cacken, maybe in a Patrick Kane deal, not a Dylan Strome deal.
0: Maybe in a Brandon Hagel deal, but we're not. Uh, we're not looking to move Brandon Hagel as we've as we've we're not had avid, to we're not had to say had to say many times. Our legal on department
2: show. says we have to say that <laughs> one, one time a show.
0: Absolutely. So yeah, I mean it's uh, it's it's, a, it's an exciting time. I think we you know we're this is kind of the last couple of days of exciting times for the for the Blackhawks this season because once we get past this year or uh, this this week. Um, you know, once we get past Monday, it's going to be a lot of, Oh, who's this prospect? Oh, this prospect's coming up. And this one's going yeah. down and you're, you're going to be paying attention a lot more to, uh, you know, the development of the young players that are becoming in, in and out of the, uh, the lineup. And I'm um, just kind of paying attention to, to, to those guys. And yep. one that we're going to be, uh, one that we're going to be seeing, we're going to be wrapping it up sh- uh, shortly here, but we uh, just want to touch on, uh, Alex Vlasic, They signed, uh, to his uh, entry level deal on Tuesday, he was at practice today for the first time. Um, Large individual. Yes, we, we we both were there earlier uh, earlier today. He is tall. We can confirm that. Um, and Sources and yeah, I mean it's say. it's his you know it's his it's his first practice. Didn't really get a lot you know to they didn't really run run too much. I think uh, Derek King said after. Uh, practice today he's a little unsure how he wants to use Vlasic in the lineup if he'll even get into the lineup this weekend um we'll see what happens with that but yeah I mean that's going to be a, a player that is going to be in the lineup eventually right. uh if not this weekend it'll it'll then a- have to be after the trade deadline and there'll probably be some lineup spots open if not, for not get him
2: down to Rockford they could use him
0: absolutely yeah so uh that'll do it for this uh, this first non post game edition of the CHDO Blackhawks podcast, we're back at it again tomorrow, and uh, it it'll be more of the uh, the madhouse madness bracket reveal, and it'll be um, yeah, it'll just be hopefully uh, another sunny day.
2: I hope so. I like it in here, in and summer.
0: I think uh, I think between now and tomorrow's show. I'm going to say we have down. at least uh, at least one trade to talk about. I'm going to say that right now. All right. At least one Market actual down. Blackhawks trade to talk about. Can I,
2: I Because there' a bet for that on, on points bet. Uh,
0: I like I'll 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 email them. I like to throw a couple and and bucks see if like we can that. get some special bets going. But uh, yeah, that'll do it for today. Uh, for Greg Boyson, I'm Mario Terabasi, and we will see you next time.